It is Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Paul Zartman, joined by my co-host Austin Shepard on this Friendsgiving, this Thanksgiving Eve, this, as Shep likes to call it, Blackout Wednesday. Let's go! (laughs) So, Shep, before, I mean, we're a minute into this, so let's just dive right into it. What are we drinking tonight, Shep? Uh, we're not getting anything fancy tonight. We're just going with the old faithful kettle one. We had a little bit earlier. We had some friends over for a little friends giving you, I guess you could say. So Shep started a little bit earlier than normal tonight. Normally I try to normally I try to pace myself and don't start until uh, a dynamite hits the air at eight o'clock Eastern standard time. But maybe started right around the five, five 30 mark tonight, you know, but, uh, you know, Friendsgiving, the fellowship, you got to do it. It's that time of the year. I am not a holiday person, okay? I'm, I, I can tell I'm losing my voice, I feel like. But I am not a holiday person. The holidays suck, okay? Uh, anyways, that's a whole nother subject. But I don't mind going out and having some a little bit of cocktails and, and libations, as uh, Mr. Rhodes would, would say. Yeet! Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, we, we started a little early tonight. Uh, still, still doing this guy, but yeah, uh, I got, I got a full one here. I might take a break here by the time, uh, uh, that absolute heel of a champion uh, joins us later. Because I wasn't even gonna acknowledge him. Well, you gotta acknowledge it. Well, yeah. Anyways, yes. uh, I, if you see me take a break, it's just because uh, I ran empty. Well, I figured I would join you, and we bought some stuff for the renewal after party that never happened. So it's been sitting in my fridge since October 14th, um, and I finally decided to break it out. So I'm doing some watermelon mimosa tonight Ooh, from Spirinoff. Look at you, you little fancy fellow, you. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Well, it was this or the um, Jack Daniels apple. So Now, nah, I like I, that. I've had that before. I, yes, it, it's good, but I, I figured I'd go a little bit lighter since well, I, I have I, the read tonight. Well, that and we could extend it out long enough where you have to go get a, you know, a refill. Yeah. We could. <laughs> no, we will. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have one. So you might as well have one too. We we don't have to work. we don't have to work tomorrow. No, well, you don't. I do. You don't have to work on Thanksgiving. Uh, I gotta do weather, you know, first thing in the morning at like it's six thirty. Uh, I tell you what, you just give and then me I your, go back to bed. Yeah, you just give me your email and passwords. I'll go in and do the weather for you. It might be a little bit of colorful weather, but I'll do it. It's sent by the professionals. I just cut out some breaths and put it on oh. the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, back Speaking. back in the back in the old WROA days, uh, there was a couple one two o'clock in the morning severe thunderstorm uh, scenarios where I was in the studio with with one Matt Bear. So. Uh, <laughs> You, we'll, just uh, leave it. We'll, we'll just leave it at that yes yes we will uh i've been told plenty of things that uh get us the e rating on here have been slipped on air by mistake so we'll just leave that at that 
I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but uh huh. We didn't burn. We didn't burn <laughs> the place down, and we didn't get electrocuted the one night. So I think it was a win-win. Yeah, that's a fantastic win-win in my opinion. Yes, but yes. all right. Speaking of, you mentioned him already. The heel champion Tanner did retain at full gear. Dumb. And obviously he's out celebrating already because, he, well, as you can see, he's not here with us. Let's let's be honest. He's younger. Um, it's it's still the night before Thanksgiving. He's freshly married, so I'm sure his wife had friends coming into town, and he had to go to dinner with them, uh, and and do all that mumbo jumbo stuff. But I oh, hope she doesn't watch this with him. Hey, don't worry, Tanner. Wife number two is always a lot better than wife number one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I don't. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I'm just joking. I just. I. That's my personal experience. <laughs> I. I can second that notion. <laughs> so no, no. I'm just yeah. joking, Tanner. Tanner, you all, y'all in the honeymoon phase right now. Everything just honeycomb and roses. And, and, and Tanner did it right. Yeah. He, he's not like us. He's only going to get married once. Yeah, I'm only going to get married twice. We now. hope. No, no, sh- no stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm done. I'm never getting married again. I got a great wife. She puts up with me for now. <laughs> Guys, if she can put up with me for now, I mean, can you imagine what I'm going to be like in ten years. Oh man, I can only imagine. We'll be sitting here 10 years from now doing a podcast on AEW. You'll be having a drink. I mean, I'll grow up by then, right? Yeah. Tanner will have five kids. Yes. Yes. I hope he does. <laughs> I have three, and that's the max. And I, I have two, and that's the max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we made sure there were no more. So unless I get a divorce, I'm not having any more children. <laughs> I don't like needles. <laughs> uh, not for me. It was all her. Oh, okay. Well, you're lucky. Then. She she's at work tonight, so I don't have to worry about getting something thrown at me from the other side of the room or something. Well, that's good. But all right, it is Friendsgiving. It's Blackout Wednesday. It's Thanksgiving Eve. It is Wednesday, so I guess we should probably talk about some dynamite, shouldn't we? I guess. All right, well, let's dive into tonight's Dynamite, where it is heavily focused on the Continental Classic, as we will see. Let's just just stop right there. Let's get it out in the air. So the Continental Classic, going to have a championship belt. Yeah. It was announced that we're going to combine the ROH Championship and the New Japan Strong Championship into one belt. We're going to unify them into the Continental Championship. Yes, yeah, right. I've been conf- I I don't know honestly. I am confused over this entire thing because originally it sounded like it was just a tournament. Then Eddie announces he's going to put both of his titles on the line for uh, somebody to hold three championships as the first true triple crown champion then tony khan and 17 cups of coffee come out and say we're going to unify this into one which 
really confuses me because you have you own a brand of ROH and you're gonna basically take the ROH championship and take it away. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't I don't understand that. Like I don't understand how that helps ROH. I know we focus on AEW, but let's be honest, we, we watch a lot of ROH on Dynamite and Collision and the pay-per-views. So that we how, how can you how can you demolish or take away this championship that has a ton of history, especially with guys in your company? Um uh, Daniel Bryanson, uh, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. At one point, Cody Rhodes held that belt. Dalton Castle holds that, held that belt. Um, Claudio held that belt. I don't know how you take it away. So, I I love the idea of this Continental Classic, which is kind of a uh, a rub of the G one, like the American mm-hmm. version of the G one, right? A little smaller, yep. little smaller version, um, and then they they threw the participants out earlier today, and uh, Nigel, that's a good one. Yeah, Nigel held that belt. Um, Majin reminds us of that one, which Nigel had a super heelish uh, pay per view last week, which I thought yes, he did. It was fantastic. Like, it, he came out over the top, like all of a sudden he just wants to be a complete dick. Whatever, uh, it, it worked though. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, uh, so you you announce these these uh, participants and it's just loaded, absolutely loaded. I look at it and the first thing I said was, if you're going to combine this into one belt, this is really going to shoot Eddie Kingston to the moon. Yeah, because yeah. he holds the other two belts. Then. They announced tonight that every time Eddie Kingston is performing, the I shouldn't say performing, sorry. Every time Eddie Kingston is in a match, the belt's not necessarily on the line. But if you listen to Kingston's promo from last week, hey, every time I, I'm in the Continental Classic and every time the ROH and the New Japan Strong is on the line. So the, there's a little conflicting, little backtracking going on here. So it's very, very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Majin says uh, Nigel wants to get back into the ring, but Danielson doesn't want to face him. When there's some, when when Nigel came, when there's some uh, dirt sheets, let's call them, saying that the guy was in the ring trying to train, like he could be almost cleared. Um, yes. And I, I, I don't know. Nigel has neck or concussion issues. Um, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend to know. Go to Uncle Google and ask Uncle Google. All right. I'll go to Uncle Google right now. But you keep on going. You keep on going with that lovely read you have. Uh, yeah. So uh, we kick off match number one of the Continental Classic with uh, Jay Lethal versus Swerve Strickland. Now, as it's been said umpteen million times tonight, this is um, not an elimination tournament. This is points. You earn three points for winning, one point for a draw, count out, things like that. Zero points for losing. All right. With that being said, uh, towards the end of the 
lethal Strickland match. Uh, lethal connects with a huge pump kick, but his attempt at lethal injection is countered as Strickland drops the leg. He hits house call and then the swerve stomp to secure three points in the win. Uh, I like this match. I, and, and the more I watch, I'm really, really digging swerve. I can really, really like him right now. Majin says, what a banger to kick the tournament off with. And I agree. This match, I wasn't too sure about this match going in because, you know, Strickland just had the Texas death match. He should be selling some of those injuries. And this match delivered for me. It did. I don't know if I like Jay Lethal being a mid-carder. Because I really think Jay Lethal's better than that. Um, he is, but I feel like he takes a lot of a lot of pins. He does. Uh, oh yeah, but again, if you're gonna push a guy, I can't argue him taking a pin to Swerve because Swerve right. could be one of the top three guys in the company right now that is just hot. And after that yes. match, he had. Um, with Hangman, that match was stupid, 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 stupid. And the guy deserves uh, to go over tonight and to, uh, you know, progress in this tournament. So, um, yeah, as much as I hate the dumbass dance from Prince Nana, uh, <laughs> it worked. It worked this weekend. Yeah, stop it, Paul. Uh, it, Tanner's it not here to do it, so. It worked this weekend, and and it works for Swerve. So, um, you know, match great opener to the tournament, great opener to the television show. Uh, was was super pleased with it. And by the way, did you see somebody put it on uh, on Twitter today? X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Prince not Prince Nana in his early days in ROH as a performer as as, as a wrestler, the Duke was a hoss. He was a built son of a buck like a he reminded like in the pictures he reminded me of a mini big e like like he could go so mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah i thought that was, thought that was funny that somebody put that out there today uh majin says he will say though the tournament feels big until you get to the odd man out in garcia no offense to garcia but everyone else in it is a bigger star i'll i'll uh i'll second what majin just said uh, I will too, and uh, we even kind of get mentioned from commentary tonight that he is the underdog, the the dark horse of the match, or something along those lines. All right, up next we go backstage to Renee Paquette, who is shown with Orange Cassidy and his partners for tonight. Cassidy wants to make an announcement, but Wheeler Yuta appears and mocks how much it took Cass for Cassidy to win. He says it makes him sick that Shibata has his title and he wants to take it back. Nice little segment. Didn't nice. really do much either way, but no, nice little segment. And then at the end, what was the best part there at the end? Um, Yuta disappearing. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that, that was okay. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> no offense to Yuta. I just, uh, 
they're trying so hard for this guy to be a heel, and he just comes off as overbullied. Like the guy who's bullying because he got bullied. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but no, you're you're not too far off. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part of the segment then, Shep? Uh, <laughs> you to walk it away as well. Okay, yeah. either that or uh, Renee saying, "Sorry, we're out of time." Yeah, it it was okay. Uh, up next, Better Than You Bebe's music hits is MJF and Adam Cole hobble to the ring with crutches and a cane. MJF says he beat Jay White with one leg. However, he puts over White as one of the best wrestlers in the world, but nobody's on the level of the devil. MJF then proclaims himself as the greatest AEW world champion of all time. He says none of it was possible without Adam Cole. And he says that it's great that they are still ROH World Tag Team Champions. Cole says there's bad news as his ankle is in a bad shape and he's not even close to being able to walk. However, he says he will work his ass off to get back and he will do it at 100%. Cole says it feels like the entire world is gunning for MJF, but he says Cole doesn't have to worry about him. MJF says it's a warning to the devil, but the camera cuts out and the devil is then shown laughing in reaction to that as Samoa Joe's music hits. Joe comes out uh, to ensure honorable men honor their deeds regarding the AEW World Championship match. MJF promised him. MJF says he, he thought about their deal, and his response to the rematch request is, blow me. Joe grabs him, but Cole begs Joe to step off. He tells MJF that's what the old version of him would say, but the new version is a man of his word. Cole puts over Joe, but he says fans don't just love him because he's a great wrestler. It's because when he says something will happen, it does. Cole tells him to be a man of his word. MJF then decides to suggest a title match right now. Joe says no. Instead, he suggests they compete at world's end, and the champion agrees to it. Joe warns him that the wor that worrying about the devil goes away today as MJF is now considered his property and people don't touch it without his say-so. He will be a few steps behind MJF at all times. He will deliver the best version of MJF and he will then take the title from him in front of those he knows and loves. So let, let me... Let me uh fanboy here one one minute there okay was bit, there was a little bit of me when they started talking about we're not going to face tonight i want you at your best yada 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 there was a little bit of me that thought joe would say we're gonna you're gonna defend this aew title on the on the biggest stage january 4th in wrestle kingdom that would have been awesome. And the Tokyo Dome. I think, is it January yeah. 4th? I think it is January 4th. I'm making that up, but uh, maybe, last, maybe last year was January 4th, so this year, January 5th, whatever. There was a little bit of me going, oh, we're going to see some Moa Joe and MGF in the Tokyo Dome. Like, I know Tony Khan has a pay-per-view, obviously December 30th, but could you, I mean... As an AEW fan and as a professional wrestling fan to boot, to see 
a rebirth of a Samoa Joe in an up and comer. And and I say up and comer, I know he's an AEW champion, but he's 20 some years old. Imagine seeing those two guys at the Tokyo Dome and, and, and representing AEW and putting that belt on the line in front of what 70,000, I think is what the Tokyo Dome holds. I mean, come on. And and Tony, Uh, and it is uh, January 4th, by the way. Okay. I thought it was. But in, in Tony yeah. Khan could pull that off. He can make that happen. Oh, he could. And, and maybe we maybe we get a I'm I'm maybe I'm just you know a fantasy book in here. Maybe we get a maybe we get a shit finish on December 30th and they rolled in and say, Hey, get your boy, get your get your asses to Tokyo because you're gonna redo this match January 4th. Mm-hmm. I'd love Majin says. Majin says, so if Joe is going to follow MJF at all times, what if MJF has to use the bathroom? Is Joe going to follow him in there too? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> it's Joe. Anything's possible. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's the next question there, guys? Uh, we've got Orange Cassidy, Hook, and Shibata taking on Hager, Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand, Ange. And Orange Cassidy grabs the microphone, says he has a Thanksgiving surprise as Danhausen returns. Very, very nice. Very evil. The one and only. Yes. You know who Danhausen reminds me of? Without the paint. Who is Danhausen? Like, if you take his face paint off, you know he looks like. Tanner. Who? Tanner. You know, <laughs> uh huh. They might be the same size. Tanner might be a little Speak bit shorter. Speak of the devil himself. Oh, jeez. <laughs> fellas, fellas, fellas. Speak his name and he shall appear. You look like you look, you look like Dan Housen without face paint. Ah, <laughs> uh, the champ is here. Decided he'd finally show up. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've uh, already called we you. All go. We've all called you a couple names before. Well, that's all yes. right. I wouldn't expect anything different. Yeah, and, and you you missed out. Uh, both of us are actually drinking tonight. Really? Yeah, I know. Paul Paul was shocked that I made made a cocktail and joined him. <laughs> yes, I was very shocked. Shep never drinks. Uh, no, uh, never. although Shep Majin did say uh, he made you go silent, so he wins. I was trying to be nice. It's it's Thanksgiving. It's the holiday season. I'm I, like my wife gets on me because she's like, dude, you can be an asshole. And I was like, I know I can be an asshole and I can't I can't stop it sometimes. So I'm trying to stop it in the holiday season. And and Majin's a great listener. And, and I just don't want to be an asshole. It's not uh, Thanksgiving in Canada, though. They've already had theirs, so. Yeah. Oh, I forgot and, about Canada. Son of a maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what Majin said to make Tanner go quiet, or to make Shep go quiet, Tanner, is we were, we were talking about uh, Joe's statement where he says he's going to follow MJF. So he says, so if Joe is going to follow MJF at all times, what if MJF has to use the bathroom? Is Joe going to follow him in there, too? Brings up a pretty good question. (laughs) Uh, 
don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe and uh, MGF at World's End, we kind of all saw that coming, but. Well, you, you you missed it right before you joined, Tanner. I, I had this planned, okay, in my mind. And they started talking Give about the it. pencil. They, they started talking about it in the promo. There was a little bit of hope there at one point where, where MGF says, look, I'm going to take you on. Not tonight. I'm going to take you on January 4th in the Tokyo Dome in Wrestle Kingdom. And then we get those two guys at the Tokyo Dome, and then we also get AEW represented at the Tokyo Dome, which, you know, we know the, the, the partnership with New Japan. So, I mean, we get – we get. I'm pretty sure Samoa Joe's already performed in the Tokyo Dome. I'm, I'm, mm. Actually, I, I think he has. I'm pretty sure he has. But then we get MGF, who obviously hasn't, mm-hmm. and then we get the AEW title on that stage. 70,000 people, like, come on. Now, I know Tony Khan and 17 Cups of Coffee announced the pay-per-view December 30th. So I'm hoping a botch finish, and it turns into a, a shit show, and Tony Khan runs out on that stage with a cup of coffee in his hand and screaming at these two guys and said, this, is, this doesn't work. I will see you guys in Japan on January 4th to settle this once and for all. There you go. I like your booking. My booking's amazing. We we are getting uh, a few AEW talents in Tokyo. Um, John Moxley, new AEW signee Will Ospreay, and then but they had to throw David Finley in there. That kind of waters it down for me a little bit. Not gonna lie. You don't like David Finley? Mm. I don't watch enough New Japan, I guess, to. But I, I just want to see Moxley and Osprey one on one. But I guess we got plenty of time for that with Osprey being all elite now. So we'll start next year. Majin with a good question. Is it really much of a partnership, though? It seems we only get New Japan Pro Wrestling folks over here. Very few AEW guys actually go over there, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan needs to be, uh, needs to be uh, not as selfish and, and share the love a little bit. It's, it's, and, and why wouldn't you? It's their biggest stage. You have 70,000 people. You got dumbasses like me that wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and watch it on a Tuesday. So, or Wednesday, or whatever the hell it is. So, why wouldn't you want to put these two guys, especially MJF, who, let's be honest, his his contract's up next year. Um, A lot of people say he's already signed, which, whatever. But he's going to play that gimmick. Why wouldn't you want to put him on the biggest stage? Maybe the second biggest stage in professional wrestling. Let's be honest. We know WrestleMania is the biggest stage, right? Wrestle Kingdom across the world probably gets just as many buys. So why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to do it? Bring up yeah. good points. I in Wrestle Kingdom, in my opinion, needs something because it is still popular, but I don't think it's near as popular as it was four or five years ago. No. See, I don't know. I I, I feel are like you, it are you are you tapered off a little bit. Are you saying it's because Omega and the Bucks are gone? I they, think they, that that does hurt it somewhat mm-hmm. because because they they obviously left and, and and started their own promotion in the states. Um. Doesn't mean we can't have them back. We can't. We you know, 
We can we can have Jericho back there for another year or right. two. We can have Omega right. back there for another year. Right. Uh, Bucks getting obviously ready to turn heel or, or starting this odd heel turn, which we can discuss yeah, at, at a later strange. time. Um, so yeah, there's there's a ton of talent over New Japan that I think would really mesh well uh, with AEW. And I know you're going to say, well, we get uh, Forbidden Door. But I think the two forbidden doors we've had have been pretty lopsided. So you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong at all. Not at all. Not at all. All right. So uh Tanner, you're joining us right after Dan Housen makes his return. Uh evil yeah. return. Yeah, I, I'm really glad Dan Housen returned tonight because honest to God, even if he didn't, I was gonna bring him up as a talking point tonight because I feel like they've kind of, unless this was the plan all along, they've kind of botched his return because we got the, you know, the Halloween three vignettes right around Halloween time. Then nothing happened. Then he shows up on that rampage a few weeks ago and was like, oops, this is, this isn't the right week. I'll be there next week. And then never shows up. It's like, what do we, what do we do in here? I just feel like they kept fumbling it. So hopefully something big comes out of it. I don't know. I want to see the guy wrestle more. I really do. Yes. We haven't seen him wrestle in, what, six, eight months? Right, which which that was part of his decision of not being on TV, I guess. I, I know Sean Ross Sapp reported this, that Dan Housen himself told him that while he was injured, he didn't want to be on TV unless he could actually get in the ring. He didn't want to just be one of those guys, you know, cutting little things backstage just to be on. So I can respect that. I mean, I mean, the dude's one of the more creative minds in wrestling. So... I'm hoping if they did fumble plan A that he had plan, plan B, C, and even D in the chamber ready to go because that's how that dude operates. I mean, he made himself such a big name during the pandemic when nobody could really do much. He went into, you know, his his uh, pro wrestling tea store just skyrocketed and he knows how to market himself better than about anybody. So the dude's over. Put him in the ring more. Let's see what he can do. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think you're wrong on this. I really don't. But but I'm glad he showed up tonight because I was I was starting to wonder. I'm like, well, how is AEW messing this up so bad? After I mean, they they teased it, crowd got pumped for it, and then nothing for weeks. So. It, what what was his injury? I'll go look it up because I don't remember what it was because he's been injured quite a bit, unfortunately. Well, I, he had a foot injury right when he debuted. Yeah, he broke his leg once, and then he had a. Did he have a collarbone injury too? I think so. While you're looking that up, uh, Majin says, "Move over, Paul White. The Bucks are going to set a record for flip flopping between face and heel faster than even uh-huh. you could." We'll never see Paul White ever again. He he, he tore his pec in Revolution. Dan Housen did. Kind of ties into Paul White too, so that kind of works. Paul <laughs> Paul White tore his pec. Paul White tore everything when he hit that car. Paul White. Paul you know, honest to God, the dirt sheets didn't have any injury report on him or anything, so he must be okay. It, no, it's it's because he's gone. He's never coming back. He never should have came back. And, and again, I can appreciate the effort, right? Let's give him a let's give him an A for effort. But uh, sorry. You're, you you might be the same age as Jericho, 
but you're a completely different size. Your body doesn't handle like Jericho does. Again, RIP Paul White. <laughs> good, good job for trying to come back. You got body slammed on the A pillar of a car in a suit and tie, and you rode off in the sunset. I didn't think Captain Osano was supposed to show any mercy. Yeah, Bobby <laughs> Bobby Boucher got the last laugh. You dipshit. Speaking of Adam Sandler, Shep's watching Happy Gilmore in the background. I am yes, watching he Happy Gilmore. Yes, he is. Yeah, Happy Gilmore's Classic. on the background. Classic. I, I I thought I was going to be late tonight, so I had my little setup turned around where I could watch the TV, talk to Paul, and probably watch the main event. But it actually got over in time, so I had to reverse it. And I haven't turned the TV off, so we we got a little we got a little Happy Gilmore. And it, who doesn't love Happy Gilmore? Classic. Exactly. I didn't yeah. catch all the main event tonight because I was watching on DVR, and of course, with the overrun, <laughs> it cuts off. Yep. So. Yep. Cool. Oh, well. So um, Majin's on fire tonight. So he says uh, Danhausen's been injured quite a bit because he's even skinnier than you, Tanner. He is pretty skinny. I can I can appreciate skinny guys. Got no muscle or anything. Taking on plenty of bigger guys, asking to be injured more. He's really not wrong. No, he's not. So um, towards the end of this match, this six-man tag match, Hager misses with a splash as he gets beaten down with Shibata hitting a running drop kick. The former JAS stars then work together and attack Shibata until Danhausen gets on the apron and reveals he has Hager's purple hat. <laughs> he then curses Hager while Cassidy hits him with a dive outside the ring. Hook then tags in and he and Shibata go behind Ange and Magic to lock in sleeper holds. Had to switch because they had the wrong people there for a minute. That was cool. I like that. Cassidy hits an orange punch to Hager while the teammates gain a submission win. Yeah, this is one of those matches. It was really stupid. I lost stupid segments, but I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it made me laugh, put a smile on my face. That's what wrestling is supposed to do. Pro wrestling is supposed to do for us. So, love the hat spot with Danhausen. That was fun. Don't know if you guys know this or not, but Majin likes this hat. Yes, it's a good hat. Uh, but I gotta say, this uh, former JS. I don't even know what they call themselves anymore. I. I'm over all their crap, to be honest. They're, they're just, just going by their names now. Yeah, they're just filler, and I know we'll talk about them later on in a little bit, recapping later on in the show, but they don't move the needle for me whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're kind of just lost. They, they, don't, mm -hmm. they don't know what direction they're going. Nope, but I did like the Shibata hook, sleeper hold, uh, switch partners thing that was pretty cool but that was cool i'm still waiting for hook to get in a more serious story Me i think it, i think it's gonna take a hook a heel turn but i'm all for it yep one, one of the good things in this backstage segment before the match was right at the end orange cassidy goes i had something to say i had an announcement yeah. and they just completely ignored him. he's like i had an announcement guys and they renee's like we ran out of time we're out of he's time like, it, was, it was good yeah. So I like how he just grabs the mic and says, wait, before anything else, here's this. Yep. <laughs> um, good after good this pop. match. Good pop, too, by the crowd, which I, oh, I thought man. the crowd was good tonight. But, of course, it's Chicago. They got a huge week of pro wrestling. I mean, not only tonight, they have SmackDown and, of course, Survivor Series coming up. So huge week of wrestling mm -hmm. in Chicago. 
Yes. Uh, speaking of, real quick, I'll throw this out there and we'll talk about it later. Uh, Rampage and Collision running up against Survivor Series? Might as well. Screw it. Yeah. The numbers haven't been good the last no. couple of weeks. Mm-mm. So you might as well throw Hail Mary. Hail Mary. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. they are two weeks away from college football not being on Saturdays. Well, at least, well, regular season this week, then conference championship. But they're so they're getting close. But honestly, if 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 Time Warner wants to keep Collision around, I think they should move to Tuesdays. Go head to head against AEW, or go head to head against NXT. Tuesday, Wednesday show. Which which that could change because with the new TV deal, they're they're saying that NXT and Raw can move. I know. Mm-hmm. And SmackDown yeah. can move too. And well, they're they're kind of saying, hey, we'll just put throw NXT on Wednesdays and go head to head. So yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Tony's kind of handcuffed himself. Like I understand why he doesn't do it because he is part of the Jaguars, you know, his dad owns the Jaguars and I get that, but he's pretty much handcuffed himself because he says he doesn't want to go against the NFL. So that takes a lot yeah. of nights off. That takes Thursdays off the equation. That takes Mondays off the equation. So yep. kind of done it to himself. Yep. Uh, Majin with a couple more here. He says, good thing they're getting Anna away from the former JAS. Mm-hmm. And then he says, who's more lost, though, the former JAS or what's remaining of the outcasts? Which, uh, whatever's going on there with uh, Ruby and what's his face? Angelo. Yeah, there we go. I can't keep them apart. It, it, I just think it's dumb. Ruby's too talented to do something like this. And Soraya, really. One of your bigger signees in the women's division, one of your more talented women. That's the storyline we're having her be a part of this pull Ruby away thing next. Yeah. And uh, Majin says it's not called Rampage <laughs> anymore, according to Tony Storm. So you got to remember. I don't know what it's called now. I didn't catch it, but it's not Rampage. All right. Not sure what Shep's doing. <laughs> I, I heard something in the background there. I think he's, he's hearing the same thing. So, I think I think I think somebody's trying to break in my building right now. Oh, I hear what it sounds live like action. a phone going off. I do too. I hear a phone too, Shep. I hear a phone, but I also hear people beating at the door out there. It is Blackout uh, Wednesday, so yeah. Jeez, uh, I have an idiot friends. I mean, it's probably you, exactly who it is. <laughs> Stay tuned for this. Is like that that segment of Raw when Austin broke into Pillman's house. <laughs> I think it is. I really do. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots! Doesn't even know that. What a bunch of idiots I have as friends. Bunch of idiots. We were. No. Don't we we were saying this is almost as entertaining as the Austin breaking into Pillman's house segment. Yeah, yeah, no, I have a feeling they're out the door. So <laughs> they're not blackout yet, so they want to come finish blacking out. Wait, wait, oh. pull, pull, pull that comment up that Majin just put down there because I'm guessing you guys talked about something that I didn't. Okay, who was hating on Swerve and Nana tonight? Oh, Shep's always hating on Nana. He doesn't like the dance. 
I don't like I don't like dance, but I actually was in, uh, really impressed with Swerve tonight. Yes, yeah, Swerve. Uh, Swerve. Yeah. Hey, we got a <laughs> comment there. Hey, Shep, this one's for you. It says uh, it's from Darby Allen fan. <laughs> Shep, let us in the barn. Bring them on. Bring them on. No, you you really want those guys in here? <laughs> <laughs> They're watching, so I mean. All right, here, here we go. go. The algorithm uh-huh. might go in a whole different direction, everybody. Yeah, never up. know what's going to happen on uh, KOP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. While he does that, uh, we're going to talk real quick before Chef gets back. Uh, we go backstage after the six-man tag match uh, to Rene Paquette again with Adam Cole. He says he is proud of MJF for accepting the match with Samoa Joe, Roderick Strong, and the Kingdom. And then appear, he asked where Strong was on Friday when he got dropped on his head. However, Cole says he isn't Strong's best friend anymore, and he tells him to back off and leave him alone. Finally. Yes. I know, right? Yeah, about time. Yeah. But. Dun, dun, dun. I got a bunch of fucking jackalopes with me right now. <laughs> and there goes the explicit. Hey, we made it 41 minutes in. That's good, Shep. Oh, I was I was already gonna mark it, so I already <laughs> Hey, I know that guy. This was a completely unexpected. <laughs> hey, one of those guys is one third of uh New World Order. So yeah, you know you kind of yeah, that is one third of the New World Order Chili Cookoff team. It's yeah. true. It's even, true. Yeah. It, so, is it just me or is Adam Cole's beard really distracting? <laughs> it's weird. That's it's, obno- it's obnoxious. It's just like it's gray and it doesn't fit his face correctly, and it's just. Well, you can't. You can't. Watch I hate it. to know what you, you say about mine. Oh man, now I'm curious what you guys think about my beard when I'm not around. Uh, it's, it's, it's not Adam Cole like, so don't worry, Paul. Yeah, there's there's no visible gray in it. You got to be close for that. <laughs> what oh, is Lord. going on? What is going on? I don't even know. All I know is Chef is putting a headband light on over his headphones. Uh, for those listening, and the light appears not to turn Lord. on. For those listening, this is why you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You yeah, can't get oh, the full yeah. effects without seeing the podcast. I really yes. oh hey, I want one of those. There we go. <laughs> uh, Fire oh, hey. I have some of those in my coat pocket too from the renewal. That's where my drink tonight came from. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. Here we go. Salute. Wait, 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 wait. Not yet. A little too late. It's 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 turned to shit show. I, I've <laughs> I've seen a worse reaction from Shep when drinking something that that uh, moonshine stuff he did that one week. Oh my god! Yeah, the, 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 I, I wasn't that. I wasn't expecting that it was 128 proof. I thought it was the the shitty proof stuff that I had the week before. It was red and this was blue. I about died. I really about there's, died. There's there's a short of it on our YouTube channel. Go check it out. Yes. Thank, thank thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That. You're welcome. Yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, up next, uh we still talking about dynamite. Kid. Yeah, we are here and there. We're almost there. Yeah. Amongst everything else. Um 
up next, Christian Cage and his gang of boys come down. His misfits. sons. Misfits. There we go. Uh, he says that Nick Wayne didn't get the loss. He didn't get the loss. Luchasaurus got the loss. He decides he will rename Luchasaurus after his finishing move, the kill switch. Dumb. Throughout this, Luchasaurus kind of been hesitant to take the knee, to take the name. And then he tells Nick Wayne he will forever be known as the prodigy. He loves him. He's like the son he never had. Uh, then Nick's mom comes down. Christian's going off on her Luchasaurus or Kill Switch or the guy in the mask steps in. Uh, she gets knocked down. Christian tells Nick to get chairs. They go to set her up for the um, concerto. Of course, the whole time you knew Copeland was going to come down. Nails Wayne with a spear. Hits man and mask with a boot. He rolls out. Christian rolls in as Copeland's got the chair. He uh, goes to hit Christian. Copeland goes to hit Christian. Man in mask pulls Christian out. And (laughs) Copeland hits another spear on Nick Wayne and then gives him a concerto all while his mom watches. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to go through with that. I thought he would kind of realize where he was because commentary is like, I think he's blacking out. You know, he doesn't know where he was. But I like the aggressive side of Adam Copeland tonight. I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the uh, prolonging this rivalry of Christian and, and Copeland. And I think, yeah, I think, I think, I don't know if we get it. It's probably going to be at World's End. I, I was going to say Revolution, but that's not till February or March. So probably. I should say this. Christian should have just called him the prodigy Nick Cage, which when <laughs> wow. he said he was his son that he never had, I seriously thought that's where they were going. I mean, uh, Majin says Copeland's spears since joining have hit different. He also hit an impaler DDT before the concerto. Yeah, except the cameraman missed it. The cameraman missed the impaler. So you guys are missing the big, big point here. You really think Nick Wayne's mom's single? I'm going to do some research. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, let's, I'm going to do some research. I mean, Nick Wayne's yeah. way way younger than me, and I could be a really really good mentor. <laughs> Thought you were asking for a friend. I mean, Let's yeah, I'm asking, I'm asking for Chud. Dana <laughs> Wayne. Yeah, I'm, a, um, I'm asking. I'm asking for Darby sh- Allen fan. She's got rings on. I mean, those could still be from when her and Buddy were married. But you just revealed Darby uh, Allen fan's identity. Way to go. Dun, dun. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> are they still watching along on YouTube? No, Google's not giving me anything. They are still watching along on YouTube, but I'm I, I I'm trying to stay focused here somewhat. Yeah, Google's not giving me anything, so yeah. I'm gonna say just for my own preference, she's fantasy. She's still single. Yeah. But uh, I even, even though I'm not huge on uh, Luchasaurus or Dino Douche as Cornette and Shep Column or Man Mask as he as is Paul Dino Douche. Awesome, I, uh, I, I did enjoy the d- difference in his character tonight. It's coming. It's coming. The the baby face turns coming, and the crowd was getting into it. I, I can I can dig that a little bit. It's hard. It's hard to be a baby face when you can't talk. That's true. 
I'd rather him do this crap than do the BT crap he used to do. So yeah, all right, good point there. Did Paul freeze? Oh no, there he is. No, I'm still here. I was reading intensely. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I was trying to find something to help out there, but all I found you, was a picture. Do you guys think we get Copeland and Cage at World's End? Yeah, I do. I don't think we're going to hold it. Unfortunately, I, I think it should be on the bigger uh, level, but I think we do. Yeah, TNT title yeah. probably. Yes. It's, uh, it's, we go back. This is going downhill, boys. <laughs> After this segment, we go backstage again with uh, the former JS and Anna J. She's sick of the fighting as she questions if they're there to help her or not. Ange then gets a call from Ruby Soho and she questions if he will be in her corner or not. Next. I, yeah. fast, I fast forward this one. Yeah, there. I mean, that was did what I was supposed All to right. do for the match tonight, but I was I was short, I was short on time, so I fast forward. Jeff and I kind of already talked about this at the beginning. So up next is the next match in the Continental Classic. Right. Your thoughts on this entire thing, going from being a Triple Crown champion to combining the titles for one. Yeah. yeah. It. I like what and they're Daniel trying to, being in it. I like what they're trying to do here. Um, it reminds me of what TNA did a while back. They did a tournament similar for a couple years there, um, and I think it adds something to the new Japan Strong title and the ROH title, which they're not doing anything with. Um, I'm hoping you know this new Continental title can be the, the title to represent all of them. I don't like the idea of the champion carrying three titles around. I think that's kind of dumb. Um, so whoever wins this tournament is the triple crown champion. Um, but, but it kind of shits on the ROH title, doesn't it? It does, but I think he already shit on the whole promotion when Joe just gave up the TV title. <laughs> so, so if you if if you still want people to submit to or subscribe to mm-hmm. Honor Club, is it is it truly going to turn into an AEW developmental? I think that's what they should do for it, but I don't think they're gonna. But oh, yeah. it's confusing. I, it is a it's a confusing tournament. I mean, I like the three points for a win, one point for a draw, yada yada. Gold, blue, all the competitors they're they're worthwhile, worthy competitors. Uh, but the thing that's confusing to me is so for the next year after that, this triple can triple crown title can change hands a ton, but whoever wins it is guaranteed a spot in next year's. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's going to get kind of confusing to me, I guess. I mean, like if Eddie loses, he's not going to lose the titles right away. The titles aren't going to change hands until the end of world's pay-per-view. So it's kind of, it's, it's really, really kind of confusing. But I, I like what it they're is. trying to do, I guess. But it's it's not the easiest thing to follow. Right. Right. So towards the end of this match, Roosh looks for bullhorns, but White tries to reverse with the Blade Runner. That doesn't work. Roosh pushes White, who almost hits the official in the corner. However, with the official blind to it, White connects with a low blow. That opens up the chance for him to deliver Blade Runner to secure his three points in a win. 
Wasn't that Rensburg? Wasn't he roughing the match? Or no? No. Uh, no. It was the it was the other guy from the old guy from WWE with the oh, shitty, oh, oh, the oh. shitty haircut. Paul Turner, or the other, or a different one. No, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, um, yeah, Roosh, man. I don't know if anybody lays it in an AEW like Roosh does. Jesus Christ, He's good. He's good. Some of those chops, man. If he could talk, he would be yeah. really good. We can't. Talk. I mean, I, I guess that's another thing about this tournament. I, I think it's kind of predictable. I think we're gonna get. He's winning I, it all. What? Well, it's 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 round robin, so you, you don't know what you're gonna get right now. I I guess in my mind, there's two possible outcomes for the finals matchups. I guess what I'm saying, but I don't want to spoil for anybody, so I'll keep those to myself. Do you think Eddie will win it though? Yes, I think Eddie's in the finals. I think Eddie's in the finals. Eddie wins it. Okay, I think he's in the finals and against one of two guys. All right. Uh, up next, um, Tony Storm's acceptance speech, like she won this in an award ceremony, which was okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Next. I I thought this was funny. Actually, I thought it, it was creative to take a spin. I like that she won an award, and you know Mariah May out there, and I. I, I could see how it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think the creativeness and just the different, I mean, we've never really seen somebody do something like this. I can respect that. It, it was, but it's like, again, the guys in the production truck weren't paying attention, hit her music mid-speech. She had to stop and go, I'm not done yet. I know. And then move on. Um, it could have been better. Let's put it that way. I agree with that, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, up next is uh, another women's sighting tonight in a triple threat match. Anna J, Sky Blue, Ruby Soho. Was there? Did I miss some stipulation around this match or anything, or was it just three women in the match? As far as I know, unless I missed anything, it was just three women in the match. Okay, all right. So just checking there. Um. Towards the end, Sky Blue tries to hit Code Blue. Anna J blocks it, plants her face first until Soho breaks it up. Blue hits several knee strikes and then a pump kick, but that sends Soho into the arms of Ange. Jay then questions what is happening while Soraya pulls her away from the situation. While everyone argues, Blue hits a cutter to Jay and gets the win. Interesting women's match. I'm sure Shep fast-forwarded straight through this match as he normally does the women's. Um, but I'm I'm digging the aggression that we're starting to see more and more from Sky Blue. Yeah, her um, her finisher was hit more clean tonight, but I don't think you could have hit it any more not clean last week. Um, yeah, that's it's yeah. a hard finisher to hit. It is, it is, and it I don't is. know if she's quite strong enough to hit it clean all the time, to be honest. But yeah, uh, I think it's going to depend a lot on who her opponent is. You get her in there with someone who has a little more experience, like Anna J, able to get up it for it a little more. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, good win for her. I mean, I, I see a big twenty twenty four for for Sky Blue. 
Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Majin says, Anna Jay shows out every chance she gets. If she can keep it up, I'm going to need a women's title or something coming her way. Yeah, she's put in the work. I mean, she she's not as as hot of a talent as she was at one point, I think. You know, but that's not her fault of her own. I mean, that's when the Dark Order was pretty hot. Um, but hopefully, she finds it because I think she's got the most potential. Her and Garcia out of that group. The rest, meh. yep. I mean, Daddy Mag- um, Daddy Magic's entertaining, but I don't know if he could ever be a single star. Just leave Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic to do the um, DraftKings commercials. They perfect for those. Who's gonna get the chair? Are you drinking Prime? Really? <laughs> really? He's a big fan of the U.S. champion over it's, in that other company. You, you know, honest to God, I saw these at the store the other day. I hadn't had them, so I bought one of each of the four flavors, and pretty good. I heard there's shit. They're very, very, very sugary for a hydration drink. The, I got the hydration one. I didn't get the energy drink. Uh, you know what? I, I knew you were Stanford, Connecticut through and through. <laughs> Oh my god. You and fucking Uncle Vince. <laughs> Good shit, oh, Tanner. Shit. Good shit, Tanner. Good shit. You're drinking fucking prime on an AEW podcast. Are you kidding me? Come on. So so if he's All gonna right. act like I'll Logan Paul, do we down. need I'll come down now? So so since I share the name of the gentleman who currently is in charge of a lot of the company, I'll say it. Tanner, there are some things we don't do in that belt, and one of them is we don't fuck in that belt. Be sure to take he, the belt off before you fuck your he wife. Fucked, he fucked in the belt. He fucked in the belt. I, I don't have the belt right now, so that's true. Even though I am the champ, Shep, don't you do it either? Hey, hey, it's, it's in my office actually. So, um, so drive down and get it. <laughs> Yes, I need. I need to pick that up, and then and then um, I'll, I'll I'll obey your rules, Nick Paul. So, all right, main event time, right? Main event time. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, well, we did miss the uh, Wardlow segment. Uh, yeah. He says MJF's downfall will happen on his time. Fox comes to give him advice, but he gets dropped by a headbutt. Why would Ar Fox give Wardlow advice? It makes no sense at all. Unless he's one of the men in the masks. Oh, I think Wardlow's definitely one of the men in the mask. Oh, yeah. I'm an AR Fox too. Oh, I think Wardlow is. Nah. Well, I know Wardlow is. No, those guys are not that big. Yeah. So okay, so I don't know if you guys hit on this before. You guys must have before I got on there with the devil tonight showing up with that stupid voice over laugh. Um right as somebody- Joe's music hit. Yeah, and, and MJF and Cole were in the ring. I saw somebody say, well, that was definitely Jack Perry because that sounded like his voice. I'm like, no, it didn't, but okay. No, it didn't. I don't know. Let's find Jack Perry, run his voice through a, a modulator and see how it sounds. Sounds like too much work. Yeah. Uh, then I want Jack Perry to go, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're using a voice modulator, you got to do Ghostface. Sorry. We we are all over the place tonight. This is definitely the night before Thanksgiving. 
I think I think, I, time. I think all my guests left. Thank God. Nah. I only had to mute your microphone once, so. Oh, okay. It's all right. Main Gosh. event time. Mark Briscoe, John Moxley, and the Continental Classic. This was a hard-hitting match uh, at points. Um, Briscoe got busted open. Uh, towards the end of the match, he tried to hit the J-Driller, the but Moxley responds with a King Kong Lariat, then a Death Rider. Briscoe kicks out to shock his opponent. The two men go back and forth once again until Moxley hits a stomp, and then another Death Rider, and this time he can't respond. Post-match, though, Briscoe went to uh, leave the ring, and Mox called him back in to shake his hand as a show of respect. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the match was uh, Briscoe kicking out of the Death Rider. Yes. I mean, I didn't yes. see that coming. I thought it was over right then and there. The, the, it's kind of like... It was the first one, though, and I, I felt yeah. like he didn't hit it. It didn't look like he hit it 100%, so... Kind of like him kicking out the first one, but Majin says Moxley didn't bleed. I'm shocked. Well, had, I looked away had, for a second and I saw blood and immediately went, Oh, it's Mox. Oh, no, it was Briscoe. <laughs> yeah, but Mox had blood on the side of his mouth. So, yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. So there you have it Dynamite on uh, Blackout Wednesday, Drinks Giving. Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. There you let's, go. Uh, let's go over our ratings. And since you're the reigning and not so defending champion who doesn't even have a belt, Tanner. I kicked your guys' ass the other day. I was Whooping. good the first half of the show. Whooping. <laughs> yeah, but I my, was right there with you. My show made way more sense. It my did. bookie made way more sense than Tanner's. The only match I missed was uh oh, we all missed the the, the match of the night, the Texas death match. Yep. I'm yep. I'm glad with the outcome. I'm glad Swerve won. Swerve's turned into one of my favorites. All right. So here's one thing that I don't think I saw in the group text. What was the final outcome of score, Tanner? Oh, I would have to add it up. I just know I cleaned house, so landslide. I, I don't right. I don't think it was that big of a landslide, was it? I mean, maybe hey. Paul, but not me. Go to kickingoutshop.com and buy that Paul318 shirt that says, I'm just here to be wrong. Promo code BLACK23 for free shipping through December 1st. Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't even to the, the promo code yet, but hey, nice well, to know. That's all right. Um, I'm looking <laughs> up the picks right now. Uh, give me a minute. I'll do the math. 317 yeah. says, you better make it a double. Exactly. 319 doesn't have a catchphrase yet. Exactly, because Tanner, you know. I'm the champ. I don't need one. Hey, 319 says, Tanner, I'm married. I got to go home now. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that that or I got it right the first time. It'd be nice to him. Hey, just to let you know, Paul was pretty hard on you early, Tanner. I'm sure I'll hear it tomorrow when I'm tomorrow morning. It was all Paul. It was was all Paul. It was, yeah. it wasn't me. I was sticking up with you. So. See, I thought you guys were going to say 319. That's good shit, pal. Well, that's good shit. There's that no. one. Well, I mean. Uncle Vinny's there, always right. I was no, he's Paul, not. I was telling Paul, like, you know, hey, Tanner's. 
Paul goes, hey, he's going he's gonna to do a lot better on his second marriage. I'm like, well, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, 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 <laughs> damn, throwing me under the bus. Well, I, I, threw, oh, under the, I, threw, I threw you under the bus and then I backed it up over here. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> wow. We we had a oh. second marriage discussion before you came on here, Tanner. So. All right. Good to know. know. It it took us like 20 minutes to even get started on Dynamite because we covered (laughs) everything else first. And by everything else, I mean just everything else. (laughs) Everything else. Where Tanner was, the fact that um, uh, Shep called you a massive heel asshole. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Uh, Final scores the other night. I had 38, Paul 30, Shep 24. Yes. It's all women's matches. Them damn women's matches. We should <laughs> cut one of the two. We should cut them out. We should cut them out. One hey. of the two. Yeah. Tanner, you got your two women's matches. It may have been a pay-per-view, but hey, you got two women's matches in one night. I did, and then and, and, uh, and I got them right, and I got the ladder match right because of Big Bill. Thank you, Big Bill. Um, big Bill. <laughs> fucking Big Bill. Fucking Big Bill. <laughs> Bill you Big. Know what? The only good thing about Big Bill right now is Ricky Starks will not recognize his uh, fiance. Lexi Nair, yeah, yeah. So you know, Lexi you know that's Diamonds. That's Diamonds' daughter, right? Diamond. Diamond House Page. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Majin says uh, on the DraftKings Ooh, questions, nice. he got six out of eight. Oh, nice. nice. I sucked. Nice. I sucked on those this time. I haven't, I haven't looked. Let's, I'll, I'll yeah, look I right now. I did really bad. I didn't even attempt it. I haven't logged into my DraftKings since I got my new phone. So, And I got this phone like two years ago. So, you know. I have to save him money that way. Well, I must have been good because I, I, I made 16 cents. All right. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so you got like two. Easy, Paul. Well, one thing I will give AEW when it comes to DraftKings, they do make sure that you are aware that it's your share of right. the prize, not, not, not the whole you pot. could win it. Right. The first one I heard in WWE was, you could win $25,000. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, it's a share of $25,000. Yeah, well, yeah. But they don't always say that over in that other company that Tanner loves so much. From other Tanner's uncles, he's got a legacy with them. Okay, all right. I mean, he he saw the Punjai prison match, though. I did see a (laughs) Punjai. I got five out of eight. I did better than I thought, but still, I got zero out of eight. But I got nothing. I said I won zero dollars, so I didn't even. I I got I got six out of eight in six uh, sixteen cents. So Majin probably so got that too, or whatever Canadian money. Oh fuck, Canadian money! He he got six out of eight and got forty two dollars. He says the only two he got wrong was how the match would have ended and the devil inclusion. Yeah, yeah. So, congratulations on your forty two dollars. So so before we get to our ratings, since we're talking about. Majin and Canada and stuff. So I, I do a couple podcasts a week. And on my Monday night podcast, it's always we do it on this day thing. 
it was my turn to read. So I'm reading sporting events that happened on November 20th, right? And I get to one in 1998, and it's about Eric Lindros, who was a uh, – I don't know what team he was on. I think he might have been a flyer at the time. He he uh, bit San Jose Shark Marty McSorley. So I had to go in to talk about Marty. Uh, on Marty. My <laughs> Dude, Marty's a freaking yeah, legend. What a legend. What a legend. Fucking legend. Let's, you know what? I bet you I can get you – want, you want me to get Marty on this podcast? Absolutely. Yes. I'll get Marty on this podcast, and I'll have him tell Majin he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think Majin's will be ready for that one. Yeah, I think we need to get permission from Marty to make McSorley KOP t-shirts and sell them on the, sh- on the shop. I can handle yes. that. Yes. You're on luckily, it. I want, I want answers by 6 a.m. tomorrow. Damn it. Well, the be- <laughs> funny thing is, is I went I went to college with a bunch of Canadian guys that know him, so we can get it handled, I think. I think. Love it. Love it. I would love a KOP shirt. This is Marty McSorley and this is crotch shot. Because <laughs> he was a badass son of a buck. <laughs> uh, oh. Are we are we at ratings uh, now? Is that, is that actually, actually, hey, ratings? Hey, oh, oh, hold on. Here we go. Marty McSorley in Majin, right? And then we just have Marty go, bam, to Majin. Perfect. Let's print him up. I even autographed one for you, Majin. <laughs> it's not even worth 16 cents, Majin. Don't worry. But just... <laughs> I'll pay the shipping. <laughs> oh, visit kickingoutshop.com. Free shipping with promo code BLACK23 through December 21st. December, December 1st. 1st. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, There'll hey, be something hey, else hey, for hey, holidays. Hey, Paul's drinking tonight, so you got to give him a little bit of I'll I'll give a little leeway. Yeah. You act like I never drink ship. Thanks. (laughs) I'm just giving you a little bit of a, I'm trying to help you out, Paul. I was just trying to extend it. Just do it all month. He's giving you the rub. He's giving you the push. Yeah. All right. So Tanner rating. Seven, seven. Um, Oh, that was a pretty solid show. Nothing, nothing spectacular, but I, you know, I mean, there was nothing, Real huge storylines coming out tonight besides Joe and uh, Joe and MJF, I guess, as far as the next pay-per-view is. But, you know, the Continental Classic um, got off in a hot way, even though I thought the, all three matches were predictable. I thought it was good in-ring action tonight. So uh, I think that's what AEW is focusing on right now, in-ring action. But we need we, we do need to get those stories going, too, for the next month's pay-per-view because as of last pay-per-view, we already knew, like, a match of not two at this point, a month ahead of time. So. We know Joe MJF. Yeah, we know one. We know the finals of the Continental Classic. Those are two matches. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Paul. Still sticking at my 7.7. All right, Chef, what do you got? I'm right there with Tanner. Maybe not so high, but I'll go 7.5. Wow, pretty close. That's a high score for me. And I love the uh, Continental matches we got tonight. I thought they were great. The other matches, I could give a shit less about. Um, but I think if we do a whole month of the story building with the Continental Classic matches, yeah, I could take it. Mm-hmm. And and plus, if you think about Group A or was it Group Gold? Golden Blue. Golden yeah. Blue, whatever. 
if you think it when you start thinking about the matchups we could have there, oh man, and we're yeah. gonna get this. We're gonna get this on free television. Yeah, yeah. we're spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Brody and Eddie is gonna be stupid physical Saturday night. Man. Yeah. So again, seven five. Um, pretty good show for me. Well, both of you took my rating. I went 7-7 seven, seven originally. Tanner took that, so I went 7-5. Shep took that. 7-3. Well, there's, there's one in between there, big guy. I, I thought I for sure he I was don't. taking the easy route out. So I don't want to take the easy route out. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm going 7-3. Um, some storylines that don't exactly make a whole lot of sense to me. So, like the Ruby Soho bullshit i don't I it makes sense it's just not it's not my cup of tea i don't, I don't care hey about it's it. far from my cup of tea so yeah 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 all right wrestler of the night shep Ooh. man i had two of them and i'm gonna go with uh the guy that won and that swerve swerve strickland it has to be I was going to go with Mark Briscoe because I just love the dude and, and you know, take his past out of it. I just love the guy. I love his work. I love his uh, comedy. But the last two shows, it's hard to go past work. And Tanner, stop it. Majin I seven, I've been six, doing it all week. I've been driving swerve. my – I've been yeah. driving my wife nuts all week with that dance. So. You know what? I hope, I hope like I I don't I don't approve domestic abuse, but I really hope she hits you. In the she's face. she's getting good at the flare chop. God, oh, ooh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. Yeah, if she starts doing that, then we got problems. But yeah, she's yeah. getting pretty good at the chop. Sounds like a uh, KOP YouTube short coming soon. <laughs> you know that actually would be pretty entertaining. That'd be hilarious. Actually, yeah, here's what we do. We'll have all three of our wives, Ric Flair, chop us, and we'll rate the best ones. Ooh. You know, that's actually a great viral idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, in my luck, my wife's got throat chop me. I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> no, I'll tell I'll tell the wife to me in the man. I have damn boobs, so. <laughs> Majin wants to see it, so... Uh... There we go. We got a holiday weekend, boys. Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll videotape between now and New Year's Eve. Okay. All right. Ooh, Take us some okay. time. Uh, which is World's End, right? Yep. Uh, we'll do uh, a short of our our lucky halves because they're lucky to be with us. Right? Oh, they are. My God. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll, we'll all talk them into doing a, a Ric Flair chop on us. Oh, I love yes. it. I love it. And 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 if you take the shirt off and go skin to skin, it's a little bit extra bonus points. You sewn it out there. <laughs> no, out there. Nobody wants to see this. <laughs> I have to take my nipper rings out, okay? <laughs> hey, draws. My nipper rings. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> You I do don't. that shit. I don't have nipper rings. I really don't have nipper rings. But maybe, I mean, can you get those magnetic ones right? I I, I can't I can't I can't uh, 
stress this enough. If you're listening to this podcast, you are missing out. You have to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the chaos. Oh, yes. Shep, you we'll we'll do that and then uh we'll get some of the guys that I know from that one promotion that I've been a part of in the past and uh see if they can are willing to uh chop Darby Allen fan. Oh I'll get Darby Allen fan in the middle of this. <laughs> Darby Allen fan was a bad influence tonight, so <laughs> happens, yes. All right, Tanner, who's your uh, wrestler of the night? Well, Try to get this thing back Chip, on track somewhat. Chip, Chip took mine. I mean, I am. I mean, it's kind of a spoiler alert. I'm going to have some big predictions for Swerve for 2024 on our last KLP episode of the year. I mean, oh, I, I need to start really, doing that. I don't think that's a surprise because I've been talking the guy up and it, he and Hangman, that was the best, best Texas death match I've seen. That was so intense the other night and stole the show. Um, I could have done without the blood drinking spot. That was a little much for me, even though it's memorable because I've never seen it done before. Um, but okay. So Shep took him um, good win for him over lethal tonight. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jay white. Um, I know he had a, he had to cheat and hit the low blow to get the win over Roosh, but I'm glad they're already giving him a win because all I saw was the IWC bitching. All weekend long, or all week long, about how Jay White's now buried and uh, should have gave the title to him. Blah blah blah. We knew he wasn't going to win with how the story was going, and I didn't don't see him losing to MGF buried whatsoever. Yeah, he lost to a guy with one healthy leg, but MGF had a cheat to win that match. So um, yeah, Jay White's fine. He's just fine. He's still one of the best, and MGF put him over tonight. Said he's mm-hmm. one of the best wrestlers in the world. So Jay White's just fine. And yeah. and let's be honest, the guy that's going to take this belt off of MJF is going to be Adam Cole. Unfortunately, I think you're right, and I say unfortunately because I think Swerve should be the guy. He's that hot right now. He's he, that hot right now. He is, but this storyline is going to. Uh, I know. I mean, I mean, we all we all bitch about Tony Khan and his storylines, but I think this storyline is going to last. The whole 2024. It can't. It can't go that far. No, it can. It can, because because the way MGF is gonna worry about his contract, MGF is gonna worry about his best friend, and in between you're gonna have guys like Samoa Joe, guys like Jay White, guys like Omega, come in and try to challenge him, and they're just gonna string this on. And and seriously, I think. At the end of 2024, Adam Cole beats him for the title. I just don't know if the fans can hang on that long. You know, there's no patience amongst well, wrestling fans anymore. But but hold on. When you say patience, if MGF continues his in-ring work and mic work, which is better than his in-ring work, how would they not continue to support this guy until the end of 2024? Well, here's my counter to that. What if they do this? What if they reveal that at World's End, I know that's coming up, that Adam Cole's the devil. But, you know, we know he's on the shelf for a while, right? Assuming his injury is legit. So while you're waiting for Cole to come back and MGF to eventually go against him, MGF has to go against his henchmen one by one. Okay. Then that just just strings it on, right? 
Yeah, I mean that's another way to do it. But we we yeah. we would then know. I, I I feel like they need to reveal Cole as the Devil sooner rather than later. I I don't mind stretching out twenty twenty four till we get the match, but I think they have to reveal the Devil sooner or later. It's got to kind of the story's gonna kind of fall off for a lot of people. Well, if they do that, then they get to revolve or uh, reveal him in what February March, and then then they could keep the storyline going but yeah because i think i think uh i think we're gonna have a different talent in the main event all in bruv oh no for sure i don't think think he's champion but i don't know i don't know all right all right let me ask you this do we reveal cole as the devil while they still hold tag titles to make the story even more interesting Mm. Mm, that's a good question. No, no. Yeah, I want to say no as well. Got to get him off first. Yeah. So you want him to drop him? All right. So who takes him off of uh, MJF? Um, the Guns actually would be a good team to do it, but I don't see them doing it. I think they go back to the Bucks or the F or FTR, and either one of those teams make a run and hold. AEW, ROH, New Japan that like we 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 see another run like the like FTR did a couple of years ago. So especially mm-hmm. with with Bucks all of a sudden decide they're going to be the dipshit heels. Yeah. And they got a spokesman now with Cutler and I think Cabana's going to be also a heel so it's kind of going to be like team team Bucks or Young Bucks club or something. I don't know. It's going to be weird. But yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see. But Kenny, Kenny and the Golden Jets, Kenny and Chris, they're gonna they're gonna beat Ricky and Big Bill for those tag team titles. It's gonna be weird, but they're gonna do it. Big Bill, stop it, Paul. Ooh, I like what Majin just said. That's I could see them winning the ROH when Mark Davis gets healthy. I like that. I like that. Aussie Open since Osprey is on his way in. Yeah, I no, I, like I loved Aussie Open. Really yeah. do, really do. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. All right. Uh, so uh, getting back on track here. My wrestler of the night making his return, Danhausen. You're I'm evil. a Danhausen fan. You're I'm very evil. You're very evil. evil. <laughs> very, very evil. Um, I'm a, I've always been a Danhausen fan since he came into the company. Oh, he's creative. Dude's dude's creative. Absolutely love his stuff. So, all right, guys, I know we're we're already an hour and 23 into this, so we'll make this part quick, but. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Little War Games. Legacy. Legacy. War Games. Voices. The Viper. Apex Predator. Yeah, no, I've Not always punk. been around. <laughs> I, I've always been a Randy Orton fan, so I'm excited for the guy to come back, especially since there was, you know, his doctors didn't want him to come back. So, yeah. so I didn't watch Monday night. Is he announced now Monday night? No, they never he announced was. his name. They never actually no. said his name, but Cody said, uh, old friend I have history with, a legacy, legacy with, with. The, you're crowd all start chant- the crowd start chanting Randy, and he goes, they're right. 
So, yeah. Jay Uso's face, though, when he said that. No, there's a lot of history know, there with Randy. Yeah, and the Jay was a big part of uh, helping take Orton out. So, but here's an interesting thing to watch. I mean, I I might watch War Games later on. I doubt I watch it live because I'll watch. If I watch anything, I'm gonna watch Collision and then and Rampage live on Saturday because yeah, I'm I got like NW three things and, to watch. And uh, but anyways, I could see Orton, even if his face doing the punt more than RKO because RKO is a movie laying on your back. That dude just got back fusion. I don't know if he yep. can do the RKO much longer, unfortunately, even though it's one of my favorite moves of all time. So, so and, of course. And, and my prediction is the faces win, but Orton turns on Cody after the match. That's your next Cody feud before Roman. Mm. That be a big time feud. That could work. That could and, work. And that could main event uh, Roy Rumble. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. even though I've seen a lot of predictions having Cody winning the Rumble again, I don't like that. As big of a Cody fan I am, I don't want to see him go back to back. Well, if he if he does, he's got to do it from number one. I agree. Yeah. Because he came in late last year, right? Yep. Yep. Like 20, one of the final three. Yeah. I think he was. I think he was twenty seventh last year. So if you have him do the Rumble this year, he's got to be one or two. Yep. Yep. Start mm-hmm. start it from scratch and then go. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only way that would make the rumble elevate him a little bit. I'd rather see whoever's going to challenge Seth, assuming Seth still has it. I'd rather see them win the rumble, but we'll see. Yes. So, all right, Tanner. Um, this goes back to last week. You had to sign off for other reasons uh, that we're not going to talk about here right now. We'll leave that to Shep. Uh it wasn't what it wasn't what I you guys said. I wish it was, but it was not that. <laughs> but well, uh, wait, wait, hold on. What re- refresh me? What I said because I slept since then. I don't remember your exact wor- wor- uh, wordage, but or your verbiage, but uh, did I? You were insinuating yeah. it's the honeymoon phase. Oh, I said you, I, I said, said you're gonna go make a baby. No, it was. Um, I wish that was the case. That was not the case. So. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be completely honest with everybody. Uh, that was tonight. Um, so, <laughs> I had, I, I been had a, a fan down. It's cold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. There's been Sorry. a lot of rumors flying around, and you follow the dirt sheets. Both of you do more than I do. Uh, that, um, yeah, the ring general. Gunther couldn't think of his name for a minute. Wanted to call him Walter. Still accurate, but still uh, is having issues where he can only work in the U.S. for right now. He's going into this feud with the Miz. Does the Miz take the IC title off of him? Yes. Yes. The Miz is the biggest underdog since uh, bets have been placed on pro wrestling for this match. Is the biggest underdog. It's plus something just stupid. Browns beat the Steelers for the first time in history. Anything's possible from Cleveland. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> with with Miz going 100% face, I could see them putting a title on him. So. You're going to have the Miz break that ring? Oh, God. Well, here's hey, the sorry, thing. Paul, I know you're a big Miz guy, and I think he's underrated. No, 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 no. But not, ugh. They're trying to eliminate 
older names off of the record books. This Miz would tie for the most number of reigns as IC champion if he happens to beat Gunther this weekend. Tying Chris Jericho. Interesting. Make it so if you look at everything they're doing with every title holder right now, it's they're eliminating some of that older history of people who are no longer in the company, people who are banned, no longer welcome back. Hmm. I mean, Jericho says he can go back, but at the same time, he's gone on record on his own podcast saying he's kind of blacklisted from there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Miz. Miz for sure. I'm going Gunther, but you guys make compelling case. You want to put the title up against it there, Tanner? I don't even have it in my possession, so no. Actually, it's in my possession. In exactly. my office. Exactly. But, but we could we could change our little things on, on, on the bottom. I'll take the Miz. You take Gunther. You want to do it? You want to do it? Come on. You know what? You're on. You're on. Yes. Let's go, Miz. I never thought I'd see Shep this excited to support the Miz. <laughs> you're 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 pretty right, Paul. I have that type of reaction because I've Here's been a Miz fan since day one. But if 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 the Miz doesn't win, I will take the KOP title. I will put it in a fancy little box and I will overnight it to Mister Prima Donna in Fort Wayne. If not. If I win, I'm going to take this title. And it might be, well, I, I'm getting ready to paint this room. And I got a bunch of shit getting hanging on the wall. It's, it's You know what? It's probably just going to go over the shoulder for the whole next week's episode. Okay? I love it. Let's All go, right, let's do it. All right. Chop the shit out of him, Gunther. Oh, he will. Oh, <laughs> he will. Miz is going to have blood coming from them. Them, them, check, them pecs of his, but I have, a, I have, a, I have faith in my Miz. Oh, my ear, Miz. Okay, I do, and the reason it the fuck is that's a fucking spider on my computer. What the hell is that? Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, I really rabbit holes. That, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I have my laptop on this bar, and there's a black spider coming across. Um. It's your friend. I, I really think they're going to give Miz one last little little run, and I think it starts with the IC title. So, and 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 he's ha- he's done really well with that belt. So, it'll just give me another reason to hate that company. I like the Miz right now, man. I really do. All right. So, who would you have? You're, you're I, I, I mean, you pride. got Logan Paul as yeah. U.S. champion right now. Okay, smart business the dude move. who, the dude who, within a week of having the title, ended up in a pawn shop trying to see how much it was worth. At the a dude pawn can go shop. in the ring. The dude can go in the ring for a non. I will give him props for saving Ray in that match because Ray could have no, seriously hurt himself, but. You know, who I didn't I, like I, him when he was a strictly social media. So I don't, I don't think they've built up anybody good enough to take that IC title off Gunther. That's the problem. Not even maybe Big Bronson Reed. Well, well, you mm-hmm. say that, but 
Miz already has the background to take that off there. Multiple world champion. So does Sheamus. He is, never has. Sheamus has been on the shelf. I know. I mean, they could go with a high end like L.A. Knight. Yeah, but that would. I mean, L.A. Knight's know. above the title right now. That's fair. Yeah. To quote I, LA I, I, I yeah. could see L.A. Knight taking the U.S. title off Logan Paul eventually. L.A. Knight wins the Rumble right now. I'm telling you right now. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gunther. Well, Gunther, no. Gunther, because he doesn't have the IC championship and it gets him to backlash or what? what, what, what is the one in between? It's Chamber, Elimination Chamber. It's in Elimination. Australia this year. Yeah. There you well, go. Yeah, it'll all depend if he can wrestle outside of the country by then. True. That's the big, that's one reason I'm leaning towards the Miz in this is because they've got so many overseas shows coming up here. Between sure. now and WrestleMania, yeah. do you not want to have the IC title anywhere else? Well, I'm backlash right after Mania is in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to win the KOP title on a WWE belt. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be like when Russo won the WCW title. Don't you dare compare me to Russo. I just did that. That's mean. Like, I thought we were friends. Like, I thought yeah. this was some really friendly, friendly banter, and then you called me Russo. Uh, you know. <laughs> Tanner, I think it might be time to be looking for a new uh, KOP Predictions Championship. I'm going to have to create my own, huh? You know what? Here, here's I'm going to make an asterisk on our bet. When, when I win, the next Wednesday, you have to come up when it says Tanner Lee, and you're going to have to say, I love Russo below you. That's you have to say that too. Do I get a pick what you have to say? If, if, sure. If, sure. If, okay. You, All right, you you're can pick on. whatever you want. You can pick you're whatever you want. You're on. Yes. Big deal. Sure. Nah, it'll be it'll be something better than that. I'll come up with something. All right. I'm empty, boys. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're an hour and 34 minutes into what I thought was going to be maybe an hour-long podcast. <laughs> well, you're uh, Tanner, I'm going to let you hit the music, but I'll take us out of here. Alrighty. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us that five-star review because we are five-star K.O.P. Be sure to check out kickingoutshop.com for all of your KOP merchandise. Support a great podcast. Look great doing so. And promo code BLACK23 gets you free shipping from now until December 1st. So get your stuff and get it shipped to you for free. Be sure to follow the KOP Predictions Champion on social media at TannerLee92. Be sure to follow <laughs> the Next KOP predictions champion, Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. And be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman921, the guy who's always wrong. And with that, for Austin Shepard and Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we keep everything on track and kick out yet another podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>